Hello, and welcome to the Jewish Women Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we will speak about three of my favorite topics, women, Jewish identity, and leadership in business, so that we can understand what it means to be a Jewish woman entrepreneur in today's world. Every week, I will bring you episodes with guest speakers, life coaching, book reviews, and success stories to inspire and empower you to be the greatest version of yourself. My name is Natalie Garson, and I'm your host for this podcast. I am a successful Jewish women entrepreneur, the leader of the Born to Do Business Global Community. I live in Jerusalem, I have an MBA, and I'm the CEO of the Born to Do Business. My passion is to empower purpose-driven women entrepreneurs from all around the world to grow and scale their business, aligning cutting-edge business strategy with deep personal growth so that they can continue to love what they do while being hugely successful and have a great impact on the world. But let's dive in today's episode. Hello, honey. Hello, hello, hello. Finally, we get to do this. (laughs) We do, we get to do this. Sorry for the live if we're a little late, but you'll be able to catch uh, the recording. And I'm really uh, excited to have you, Hani, as a guest today on our podcast, on our Jewish Women Entrepreneurs Podcast, because last time we spoke, you interviewed me. And uh, I, I love interviewing, but I also love being interviewed. So thank you for that. It was really, we had so much fun in this interview. And we said we have to do it again. And here we are doing it on our podcast. So I'm very happy to have you today, Hani. And I thank you for having me. It's really exciting for me to be here with you because I really believe in what you're doing. So we have a lot to talk about. (laughs) We do, we do. do. And we're going to dive in the conversation. But first, let me just tell everyone who you are, what you do. And then we're going to start with uh, all the very exciting questions we have. So Hani is the founder and editor of the Uplift Jewish Women's Magazine, which is a global project for women 35 and above to have women-to-women conversations on topics that are relevant, such as health, lifestyle, home, and inspiration through media, podcasts, and live events. So we also can say that Hani and I met through the Jewish Women Entrepreneurs Global Network. You came, I think in the beginning, you saw something on LinkedIn. Was it on LinkedIn? Yeah, I think I saw it on LinkedIn, and I was just interested in what it was all about. So I came, and I was really like, blown out of my mind because I thought it was so fabulous how you had this group of women from all over the world. And I just thought it was really a really great idea. And it was, it talked to me because it's something that we're doing on a different way. So I thought, you know, you're talking to interpreters, and I can never say the word entrepreneurs, but (laughs) it's my father. Everybody has tried to teach me how to say that word. I cannot say it, but, uh, But you're talking to people in business and I'm talking to really any Jewish woman. So we're, we have, you know, we both have a whole um, sisterhood as you call it, but we have it in different parts of of society, which is really good. Yeah. So, and and that's exactly a proof. I mean, I, I love to say that it's exactly a proof of how networking actually works, right? Because networking means that you meet people. Sometimes you would never, I mean, sometimes most of the time you would never have 
the opportunity to, to, to know that person. Like what is the, you know, the probability of you and I having a conversation, you know, first of all, we need to say that you are in Manchester, right? In, in England. Yeah. I'm in England, in Manchester. I'm in Jerusalem, Israel. Of course we have, you know, technology and social media, but you know, this is the beauty of networking. And that's also why I founded this, this networking because I can meet people like you and then we can say, oh, wow, we're doing the same thing. This is so you know, aligned uh, in terms of our goals and our vision. So let's have a talk. And that's what we did. We had a talk, you interviewed me and I'm, I'm interviewing you. I'll, so, tell you. I'll tell you more. Um, so, yeah. um, I've met other people on your, you know, on the JWE and yeah. I really, I, we've connected and we are starting a podcast because of this. So I'm quite excited. About, I know. You know. I think you're talking about Susie. Susie. Yeah. yeah. And just... I just, and it's really fantastic. We've had such a common ground and we're really looking forward to it. So it's amazing. She just told me this morning, she's like, yeah, we're starting a podcast. I think it's about women and money. Or... And money. That's right. Women and money. Bad subject. Great subject. Yeah, that's <laughs> Great subject. So that's great. I so I love the ripple effects. But that's what we hear, right? The yeah, effects. that's what we both hear. And I'll tell you on our on my side how my thing works. Last yes. night I was in London. Not last night. Yeah, the night before I was in London, and we were finishing a shidduch that came about a match came about through the Uplift magazine. So wow, wow. So it's gonna, unbelievable. So it works in so many ways. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to take the time to understand what is the Uplift magazine. I want you to tell us the story. I know there is a story behind it, but I want you to share it with everyone who's listening to this uh, interview. And then I want you to tell us uh, the shidduch, the match. That's, okay, really, so let's, that's, that's really exciting. So we'll start from the beginning. And then we'll we'll continue we'll with, get uh, to the, with yeah. the So first of all, tell us what is the Uplift magazine? I said in your bio that it's a magazine for women 35 and above. So first of all, I love that you are being specific about the age because when we hear women, okay, it's Jewish women, but there are so many subjects we can talk about. And I know that you speak a lot about women-to-women conversations. So I want you to tell us what you mean by that. And I want you to tell us also, like, what are the topics? Like, why would someone be interested in reading that magazine? So that's a big question, but I'm sure you'll do fine yeah. with it. <laughs> okay, so I'll start in the beginning. So yes. what is the Uplift magazine? Yes. The Uplift Jewish Women's Magazine is an ode, I would say. It's a, it's, um, oh, hold on. I just lost you. Hold on one second. Sure. Uh, Okay, I touched my phone and something else happened. Okay. <laughs> the uplift, it's an ode. It's a, it's a present to my mother's memory. Okay. And that's how it started. And what, why I started it and what it's all about and why it's her present is it's all about my mother. Meaning, it's not like you're going to open the magazine and read every single pages, you know, Rebbitz and Heike Rubin was. Reb, no, it's not like that. What it is, it started when she, my mother died very, very suddenly. She was 71 years old, but she was a Rebbitzin. She was a keep fit teacher. She was a mentor. She was a color teacher. She was everything in one. And besides that, she was absolutely stunning. And she had this uh, capability of walking into a room and everybody would gravitate towards this. She was really beautiful, my mother. Wow. And she 
really died very, very suddenly from one minute. She said goodbye to my father and just, just wow. died. Wow. Like she had a major brain tumor, a brain bleed. How long ago was that, honey? It was exactly three years ago. Wow. Well, and you yeah. still talk about it as if it happened yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I know. To me, it happened yet. My mother was 16 when she got married and she had wow. me at 17. Wow. So we were like, we really were like sisters very. and we're very, we were very, very close. Wow. And what I found when she died, which was right before COVID started. Uh -huh. So it was like a month and a half before COVID started. So what I found happened was all her students and the people that she mentored and the people that she, you know, taught exercise or anything, any way they connected with her, they were lost. They right. were physically lost. They came into the Shiva house and they were as if they had lost their mother because right. she had helped them in such, so many ways in their life so, from so actually. Tell me, honey, like, I, I definitely understand and I can only imagine what, you know, personality your mother was. Yeah, I, yeah. I want you to take us back to that time where you said, I want to do something for my mother in the memory of my mother. And then the idea of a magazine came because okay, I know so we, can do, we can do a lot of things. Yeah, right? we could go yeah. into this so deep. We can, do different, we can, you know, buy a building. We can, yeah. you know, I don't know sponsor or you know give charity or some people open nonprofits. you know i mean i'm sure there are different ideas and i want you to take us back to that time where you said in order to honor my mother's memory i know that a magazine for jewish women is what is honoring her memory what was the connection for you there? okay so what the connection was was when covid started I realized that we had made a little group in my mother's eye that we got together once a month, the women, and they talked. And it was just a very simple thing just to keep my mother's memory. But then when COVID started, that stopped because we weren't able to meet anymore. Mm -hmm. So I started having like a WhatsApp group. And then right. I realized that there were a lot of Jewish women who didn't go on the internet, who had no access to right. social media. And I realized, you know what? They need this just as much as anyone else. So oh. I started, that was when the idea of a magazine came. So and in the beginning- it accessible to maybe to more- everybody. More yeah. Orthodox women that don't have WhatsApp maybe, or don't have- uh, Yeah, that was know. the original plan. But I also think that at the weekend when a Jewish woman has no social media, right. has, that's when she's the most likely to read. Right. A book, a magazine. Right. But today the attention span is so short. Right. So we have a 15 minutes attention span. So when we read a magazine, we don't want deep, deep books. We just want something that's quick and easy, which that is. Okay. So let me ask you the next question that comes to mind, because we're talking about Orthodox. You are Orthodox. Yes, I'm definitely. We're talking about uh, making it available for that. But I want to make, I want to understand like, who is your readership? And are you writing this only for Orthodox women or is it open to everyone? I want you to tell us more about that. Okay, so I thought in the beginning, this is just gonna be like very Orthodox, Orthodox, that's my, you know, but the truth is that's not what it is at all. Okay. It's become open to everybody. I have writers that are from every walks of every walk of life, but the main thing to me is always speaking about things very openly but in a very respectful manner of who is reading it. Right. And that could be anyone. I feel very, very strongly that these subjects, we speak about subjects such like menopause, we speak about um, 
osteoporosis. We speak about people who have um, any kind of a, a breast cancer. We speak right. about all kinds of subjects. They're very and, relevant for women, right? Yeah, always for women. And because we have women writers speaking to women, we could bring it all out into the open and we're not frightened that somebody who's very religious will bring it home and say, well, my kid is home and they're reading this. Why did you write about that? Because right. we're very, very we're open, open at the same time and at the same time respectful. And I remember yeah. I remember that what you, the, one of the first thing that you said to me when we spoke about the global network and you said, I love the variety of women there. You said, I love that there were women and it's true. I mean, we have women from all the whole spectrum. Walks of life, yeah. Right, right? all spectrum, you know, women that are covering her head, women that are not, women that are religious, women that are totally secular, because as long as you're a Jewish woman entrepreneur, that's that's what it is. And I think I'll that- I'll tell you more. My father and my mother were a rabbi of uh, United Synagogue Shul in England, which is not your typical religious shul. A lot of people come to shul by car. I mean, it's really not and my mother was the star, the star spangled banner of that. They loved her, you know what I mean? And that's why. Right. If, if this is in memory of your mother. Then yeah. And that's why I really reach, try to reach everybody. That's but amazing. I have the specific that I do have. And people ask me, why don't you do it younger? Why don't you do more trendy? And I said, no, because actually I'm in my 50s. And I find that when we go through the changes in our life, and we have to start making new plans. Like we have to meet you. You have to find yourself in a new way. Right. Your body changes, your home life changes, your friendships change, and you have to refine yourself. And the only way you're going to do that is by speaking to someone who's going through that. Yeah. And that's why we have this open. I call that's why I call it an open conversation. Right. Because the openness is understanding who I'm talking to, which is actually myself. Yeah, no, definitely. And I agree with you that, I mean, I, I'm sure men too, but especially for women, we have different periods of life. And in each period, we need to have different conversations and we need to relate. But I think that you're, you're right. I think there is something that happens, let's say, in the second part of our life where we don't have this natural community around us. We don't have the kids' school. We don't have the community. We don't have, we have to create, recreate that community. And that's also why I'm passionate about sisterhood and about networking and people talking to each other. So I think that we're very, very aligned uh, with this. But tell us more about the content. You started talking about breast cancer, about menopause. So I understand there's health and I'm sure that's- a Yeah, big there's lots of, I mean, we have a very big, section section so you have different sections so tell us more about the difference um i think the best way to talk about it is actually to show you ah, what sure. it's all about this is okay, about so, not everyone will see but you can definitely oh okay so i'll right. show you and i'll explain you okay so this is our cover which is really nice it's very wow. very colorful it's very colorful. the painting is done by someone called aliza martin okay. she's aliza martin fine arts you should have her on your show because she is She's just fabulous. She takes care of our art section. Okay. So she's our art editor. So we have a whole art section and we really okay. have fantastic. We had this month, we had someone called Kathy Morris. She's actually really interesting. She's deaf and she was able to make a whole, she came to art quite late in life uh -huh. and she's just amazing. Uh -huh. 
and then we have um we have something called inspiration so we have different we have every time that we bring out the magazine which is four times a year we have one article devoted to a different charity okay. in in the global market okay then we have um we have a conversation with women i don't know if you've ever heard of jwow jewish nope. women of wisdom so they are a group of women in their 60s more and they get have we give them a subject and they answer according to their you know what they think so it's three women and they come up with the most amazing answers so that would be one section then we have a little bit of a journal then we have beauty and fashion we we really do cover you cover every topic every, every it's like a regular magazine right. there we have um home how to you know set up your home this time we had about so a very a very big spectrum of of topics and and you yeah. said it was printed i mean that you come out four times a year we come out four times a year but we so don't ask you also like is this only a printed version do you also have an online version like how does it work if people you know want to get okay, it okay so we have a printed version that's available in new york london miami la um and uh, manchester of course but we also have an online version which you could download either a copy or you could um subscribe there for you know the current issue and we also have a community so we have a whatsapp group and we also have a um podcast so that it's a steady we continue always having this conversation sure in the long run we'd like to you know to bring this out much more but at the moment we're keeping it to four times a year Okay. And so this community, does it mean that if I subscribe tomorrow to your magazine, I get access to the WhatsApp group and I get access that it means that I'm right away integrated in a community in the WhatsApp group? Is that what Okay. So I tell you the truth, we haven't done that yet, but that is something that I'm really thinking about because I think that's a, you know, a really good way so of going. That, that is, that is really taking me to my next question, which is, what is your vision because the magazine is tangible it's something you can show it's something you just spoke about and you said it's you know published and printed in different countries uh how many readers do you have just so that we close around the magazine you have okay, um, so i would say around 6k 6000 um, at the moment so thousand people reading it or jewish women reading it but I want, I want, I know we had that conversation, you and me. So I want you to tell me and tell everyone, like, what is your vision beyond the magazine? Like, the magazine is here, you've done, you've done it, it's available, but I know you have another vision behind it. So, okay. So the vision of the magazine is it belongs to a charity, it's a charitable organization, which is called the Inform All Project. And the Inform All Project treats a family as a holistic whole. And we treat, we give help for the parents, we give help for the children, we give help anyone in that family unit. And what I felt very much when my mom died was that I also wanted to give the women tangible things that they can hold. So when a woman is depressed, I wanted her to be able to get a gift bag. I wanted her to be able to have numbers who she could reach. And I wanted all that to happen. Another thing, um, when somebody's ill in the hospital, I wanted them to get something. Obviously, that's costly. So what my future plans are 
is to build a community of women who will be able to be voluntarily giving, be part of this community that gives to the woman who's in the hospital. To the, and we want to bring the funds back to the charity to be able to do that. And the way we're going to do it is by building this, you know, whole community. So, so you're really talking about a support group. You're talking about women helping other women and doing it in the beginning on a voluntarily basis until you can raise more funds and then do it do it on a on a bigger scale. Wow, that that is fascinating. That's my ultimate. That's your ultimate. Uh, yeah. That's really fascinating. So we have time for one more question, and I don't want to let you go without you telling us the story of the shidduch because oh, we're okay. all like, where it really is. A, it's a really weird one, but it's really it's my second. It's the second one from Uplift, but this one is a real interesting one. Um, when I started it, I put out a call on LinkedIn, and I said I'm looking for writers, and one of the people who um, came forward, she's on, uh, we wrote the story on LinkedIn, so it's okay to say her name, is Anna um, Kleiman. She was, uh, she's a Jaroslavich. And she said to me, we had a discussion, she didn't feel that she was right for it, but her daughter, whose name is Leia, she it, she thinks she's good for this, fine. She joined the magazine, she wrote, she's a fabulous, she writes about, she's actually a sommelier, and she also writes about um, Geschicht, which is, um, having a home and how to start it and what to get, you know, when you get married, what to buy, what not to buy. Very, very okay. interesting. Okay, okay, very nice. We we connected and it was going. And then like a year later, her mother said to me, you know, um, she's in Shaduchim and... Shaduchim meaning she's looking to get she's married. She's looking to get married, right. You know, I, I, all this thing, you know, I, I wrote matchmaker, matchmaker, match me a match. <laughs> It's right. not about that. It's about right. somebody was looking for a spouse, right? right? Yeah. Okay. So she, the mother says, they this today a lot of people have a resume saying, like when you go to the blind date, you have to give what you're looking for, whatever. Okay. Right. So I look at the list and I said to her, you know, there's a lot of friends, but you need somebody who she works with who could give a, a good, you know, as an adult, as an, a person of an older age who could give something. So I said, you know what? Put my name down. Okay. Totally forgot about it. Totally. Okay. It slipped my mind. Okay. A few months ago, my friend calls me up. She lives in London. And she goes, do you know your name is on somebody's resume? I said, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, yeah, Leia. I said, oh, my God. She put my name down? She goes, yeah. She goes, you know, the only reason I'm looking at this paper is it says your name. Okay. P.S. I got involved. And they got engaged. Wow. Her son to her, yeah. So and that is that so, is how community works, right? It's you being on social media, looking for a writer, uh, getting in touch with that woman who probably you would never have spoken to. I've ne- I would have never met her. I don't know. Never met her. And because of that, because of you going out there and building that community for this magazine and looking for writers. Uh, then we have a couple who already got married or is getting married. No, no, they just got engaged. They just, they got, just engaged. got engaged. Wow. So that yeah, is yeah. a whole story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Annie. Oh, thank you. And thanks and, for having me here. Yeah. And I also want to say thank you for all oh. the good that you're bringing in the world because oh, thank you. you do is I know, you know, right now you're saying you're, you're printing magazine, you're editing the articles, you're looking for writers 
and this is so much work and all this in the memory of your mother but also for you to create those ripple effects of goods that we are yeah. doing in the world yeah at the moment i mean at the moment it's really a labor of love and the, and you know a real labor for me but it's because it's money wise it's like it's all yeah. coming from a charity we don't get paid we do this all willingly but oh, i yeah. hope eventually it will pay for itself and it will be something that well will, you, you know, know will grow the definition of a, of a, you know money is is to bring value and so you're yeah. definitely bringing value and so at some point uh this value can be and should be and will be translated uh into, into money. money yeah so yeah. that's <laughs> well, so much for coming as a guest on the Jewish Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. But that's exactly why we have the podcast to talk about uh, those initiatives, those projects that bring women closer to each other, especially Jewish women. And we'll put the link to the magazine or to where you can get it uh, in the description and in everything around the, the podcast. And I'm sure that we'll continue to do great things together, honey. This is only the beginning. Yeah. And if anybody wants to join the WhatsApp, um, yes. I'll give you the, you know, information. We'll also, we'll also post the information. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, honey. Okay, welcome. You. Nice to see you again. Yes, nice to see you. And we will see you in the next episode of the Jewish Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. Bye, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Jewish Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on our next episode with more amazing and inspiring content and discussions. You can visit my website, www.nataliegarson.com for more information on me and our Born to Do Business program. And don't forget, if you are a purpose-driven entrepreneur, you were probably born to be a leader.